Hello, Cucky. What's with AM Sports Radio talk shows not talking about sports? <laughs> this is The Changing Station with your host, Cucky the Dwarf. Cucky the Dwarfy Boy Boy. Talk about sports! <laughs> I want to hear about Fernando Tatis. Cucky the Dwarfy Boy Boy. On the all-new 590 The Fan, 1057 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. That's from Cucky. <laughs> God, that was awful. What up? It's Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been pra- I practiced that all week. I feel like it's been a long time since we've been here. It does feel long. Three, uh, two, and Santa is really real. <laughs> wow, you know, I didn't think anything of that song. If you haven't heard it, Rose Extermination Changing Station, we did a Christmas episode, and we sang the song. One, two, three. Santa, Santa is really real. Santa is really real, my friend. And that, over 100 million views on YouTube. It's incredible. It is unbelievable. Over a, I should have hit go live on the Facebook before we started singing. Welcome, St. Louis. Welcome, everybody. A lot of energy in this room. I like it. There's intern uh, Tim Howard, the keeper. You're just the looking keeper. at the empty chair. Make oh, sure you get me. Oh, yeah. here we go. Here we go. And when we have the, the plow, the plow boy. Right there. How's it going, buddy? Hi. <laughs> and over there, we have the cock. We What's have the, up? We have the, the, the cuck, the cock, the plowboy, and the keeper. Or Plowhawk and the keeper, It sounded better yeah. earlier. It sounded way better earlier. It's the new name of the show. <clears throat> Rose Extermination Changing Station. Craig's here. Say What's hi, up, buddy. Guys? How you guys doing? We had a big week. Big week in St. Louis, okay? So if you're listening worldwide, I hope you all know, St. Louis has had a big week. Take a look at my hat. It's, a, it's the blues. They had to make a killing off that merchandise. Has everyone seen it everywhere? My problem is, and I, I killing. I went on the uh, Blues Lounge whenever I want to let off some steam, <laughs> and you know, create a hundred, two hundred comment thread. Mm-hmm. You go to the Blues Lounge. You do St. Sure. Louis Blues Lounge on uh, Facebook, and people are selling the hats for four hundred. Five hundred dollars. Someone tried to get three thousand dollars, I think, for and one. And that's not a. <laughs> I, that had to be a joke. That's, that's an ab- a joke. That's an absolute con artist. And, and the Blues should Who's counter that by g- selling this <laughs> memorabilia all year to counter the people trying to profit off of that. I, I think it's a joke. I think they're going to sell it all year, right? I don't know. I think these. Is were that s- why they're so hot? They'd be foolish not to. It's the best colors. Look at it. It's the best colors. This is Facebook Live. Steven George Elgin, I like to use my middle name on there because I'm cool. And uh, you can get on there and see what's doing. But they had to, I don't know if they made a killing. I mean, they're obviously making a killing because they're all made by Budapest infants <laughs> working no, it's true. ridiculous it's hours. It's true, though. Yeah, and you know it's true. And I eat it up. I'm wearing one right now. What? what, what you don't run into a guy, hemp. You don't run into a guy at, like, let's say, McAllister's at the deli and go, oh, yeah, I just got off work. I made about 3,000 sweaters today. Nobody, <laughs> nobody does that in America no. anymore. No. One, no. no. No, I work my fingers to the bone sewing uh, stuff onto hat. These like little note-looking things on a hat. <laughs> Saw a documentary where these people, uh, Chinese people, made beads for Mardi Gras, and they were like, "Ooh, we're making jewels for Americans. We are making fine jewels." Little do they know that that no, is no, going on. They showed them. The <laughs> they showed them a video. The guy is in the factory, and he shows them a phone a phone video of what they do in New Orleans. You should have seen the looks on these people's <laughs> faces. They go. 
And the one little one in the back who speaks English is like, how much uh, do they sell these for in America? So they're thinking they're making jewels or whatever. And they're like, oh, they go for, you can buy a sack of these for a nickel. You know, and they're like, oh, that's how much I make in a year. <laughs> they're like, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. Oh, uh, no, the Blues merchandise looks really cool, though. So go to the gift shop and get <laughs> some. It. We're not trying to tell you what to do. I'm sewing up Nikes for LeBron. No, you're just sewing them up for like a 12-year-old, like, yeah, no, Jordans still go for crazy amounts of money. We got to do something about it. the sweatshops, right? Of course, that'll be our next thing on our topic. That's what we're going to take on. The Saint Saint Louis <laughs> got a real good rap though for the Winter Classic. Am I right? I think we killed it. I'm not a hockey guy, and I thought that. I mean, just as a citizen, I'm not a hockey metro, guy. Well, he I, mean, says. I, I just don't want to, you know. But I, I think that um, just from an outside, perspective, Paul Hamilton, it looks like they nailed it. I, you know, I, I, I loved the concept. I'm just afraid of the, and, and if I have to go a negative route, this is like looking into the future. Do they it, did, buddy. And, and they did this with the Blackhawks. They water it down. The Blackhawks have played, what, seven or eight yeah, outdoor games? Much. And I think if they do three or four of these in like five or six years, they're still going to be popular. Don't get me wrong. But it's not going to be like the first one. And I feel like, I hopefully the league doesn't water these down to where you have X many a year, maybe one a year, and that kind of you kind of lose its luster. That people enjoy the memorabilia because you never know if that's going to come about in three or four years. But if they do it every year, I, I, that would be my fear. Is that part of the mystique that it was a they the yeah, fans think it was a one time thing because everyone you talk to says it was greater than the David Freeze World Series game. Is that because we've seen so many? <laughs> Cardinals victories and this is it was not well, I've had I, I think I had two people tell no maybe they said the the winning game that freeze but even the winning the game St. even the history, winning game was that better than the winning World Series Cardinals game I think the alumni game was better it, no only, you do not absolutely. think the one here here's why we see last night we just saw Petrangelo Frabri. Allen. I mean, Fabry, you, yeah, you, you, I mean, got to, you got to see Gretzky. You got to see Holy. You got to see Turgeon. All these guys. That yeah. McKinnis. I mean, yeah. you don't see these that was, guys. Get the way. They were playing pretty. I mean, it was a lot slower. You could tell. Hey, obviously oh, my it, God. That was funny. So, that and was they're not funny. really trying. They want to hurt somebody. You know? No, no. Gretzky Who wants to... wasn't doing much, but yeah, he's the great one. He doesn't have to. No, no. Just when he went to skate with those kids off to the side, you know, that they had that little side rink off to the side where the kids were. No, playing. I missed Did it. Did you see that? Well, there's just a bunch of kids playing while the whatever's going on, and during I guess one of the intermissions or something, Gretzky goes and skates with these kids. No, no kids could you imagine like, being? You're not like, better than Sydney Crosby. No, smack. Sydney <laughs> kid who will kill you? you. Who are you, yeah. old man? Quit, get out of my pants. Ew, I've never seen anybody wear 99. Yeah, because it's retired in they every league. Well, hopefully they team. know if they're skating down there, they should know who the great one is. But when Gretzky's like, "I'm the great one. I got some uh, caramel candy." You want to get into my van over here, little buddy? I'll teach you how to do a wrist shot. I think they Can't should say do, that about Wayne Gretzky on the radio. How Plazzi was saying they do Blackhawks are doing all these. I think every place should have a game with for their team. Everyone because it's better. Get a it's game. better for it's better for the fans. It's better live experience than it is watching it on TV. Obviously, it's more for the city. St. Louis and their did it fans. better than anybody, pal. Well, because we're the best. Uh, thank but, you. All uh, right, call in. Eight. But do the guys? But we're a baseball talk. town. But hey, whatever. I know that. <laughs> let's get. Let's just run that out there because we're always we could always say that. And everybody, did you read uh, t- uh Chaser's thing that he wrote in the Post Dispatch? There's I been believe? so much to read about it the was, Winter Classic. I 
couldn't keep up with it all. It was pretty good. That's why was I fear it? it's going to be watered down because we're not going to be doing this like every other that's year. That's a uh, very good point. Just buy the merch and that's basically the, we're here to sell one every three game, yeah. one every three years maybe. Well, I think that would be you know, bad. I think it was successful enough that you know it might attract the All Star Game or something like that. Which another we weekend just, did we have it around? No, we missed out on the World Juniors. I mean that 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 should. I mean they need to. That's why they need to redo Scott Trade Center because the World Juniors. If you didn't watch the game the other night. That, oh. that is real life. That was no, the best gold medal game. Oh. It's not like football, watching high school football. These kids, half of them, will be in the NHL within two years. It, right. They, they get the ready. young ones it, there. That's yeah. the difference between hockey. Golf is similar to where when you're 14 and you're dominant, you're just dominant. It doesn't matter the age group or the physicality. So, well, if you're if 14, you're going to get here, murdered in the NHL. Just well, so you know. I'm talking about I said golf. Instead of 14 year old yeah, yeah, golf, no, no. I mean, you, if you're that good, you're going to dominate whether it be 30, 40 year olds. Just saying. Yeah, good analogy. Um, but it uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the uh, I don't know. I think it was obviously a great beacon for our city as far as making us look good to the worldwide stage. It's hard to know what the world thinks about us or the rest of the country being here. And as long as they didn't try to skate on the synthetic ice, they still think. Yeah, that was probably the worst part about the Ooh. Winter Classic. Luckily, it got gl- like that was a big issue, like leading up to the Winter Classic. Well, it Luckily, was ridiculous. That, what yeah. a what a silly thing to even do. Like, no, it it's not that I was, silly. I was going to take the kids down, and we were going to go ice skating. You just had to have yard. really really sharp skates, yeah. and you could only skate for like fifteen minutes, and then your blades were dull. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I don't know if that's I, what you're you know, into. If I would have driven all the way in and found that out, like I'd heard, I think I'd heard it on the morning show, or, or you know, or maybe let's in the afternoon or something. Somebody had said, "No, it was on the morning show." They were talking about how it was synthetic ice. I'm like, "There's no way." Let's that freeze the Mississippi. There you go. Let's freeze it. It used to. It used to. The intern, you remember? Yeah, uh, of course. Something great that also that happened so during the Winter Classic. Uh, a little chance. At the winter, at the and the winter classic. Did you guys happen to see me on uh, the two fox? Cuck for the cup. I did see that. Did you guys happen to see me on the two you, fox with, with the, the free dotum shirt on? Had a free dotum shirt on. Too. I was I was hoping they'd mention you as Cucky, but they didn't. And no, I obviously t- it's you know real journalism. So listen, I told but, them the whole spiel. I was giving them the CBD speech. I was giving them. I gave them everything I could. Um, they weren't buying it. I told them if I could get a little spinoff series. I had my boy, Bernthy, Jeff oh, yeah. Bernthal. Me and him are boys now. Just my boy, Bernthy. I know you're listening. Cameraman Tony. He's a great guy, too. Um, but no, we're, we're, we're still trying to raise money. Uh, the GoFundMe, I'll post it tonight. It's on the uh, Changing Station uh, Facebook page if you want to join that. It's a very exclusive club. So there's going to be a lot of high quality content. No, it is. It's a lot of good content. Uh, fun, but makes you think a little bit, too. That's our goal. <laughs> challenge you a little bit. We'll challenge you and make you think, and hopefully you become a better person, because that's what we're trying to do. Uh, can you hand me that gun so I can kill myself now? Jesus, Lord, I sound like an idiot on here. Um, but no, we're just trying to spread a little love. So that's what I said. The Winter Classic is a, uh, is a great example. How it all started is last year. I ran in a little pair of jean shorts and a half shirt from the studio where I was parading outside of the window for the morning show on this uh, very station. And I just did it for fun because I broke my wrist for work. And so I was like, you know what? I might as well go down and try to have some fun. Um, Well, I ran to the stadium to try to fire up the city for the Game 7 versus the Blackhawks, I believe. Or maybe it was, was it, did we play Dallas in the second round? Mm -hmm. Maybe it was for the Dallas one. Um, 
That, that gained some traction, didn't it? You had some you had some followers there. That's where the that's where I Cucky was born. That's right? where I started following uh, the morning show, basically, because I saw Steve on there. Cuck, I saw Cucky. Let's so. just say I had the twenty plus symbol on my Twitter. I'm side like, I think I know that guy. Long while there, boy. but no people were people followed along. They honked. I posted all the videos on there, and uh, a couple people donated. I wish I could remember their names right now, but they've donated. In to t- three little birds for life charity, who that's also who we're raising money for with this new one. Um, but they donated just to say, Oh, you ran, I think it was six miles. They said, Oh, I'll donate uh, five bucks for every uh, mile you ran. And cool. I was like, Oh my God, something that dumb. People will be like, Oh, that's a reason for me to be good. Oh, yeah, let me do that. That's a reason for me. Okay, that's stupid. Look at this guy in jean shorts running around. I ran through the grove, listened to a guy play guitar for a while. Nice. So this year, I, just I came said, and brought you socks. Oh God, you're you're like Tom spoiling the punchline. Oh, I, I'm gonna bring all this up, pal. But he did. He brought us socks. That was I huge. I saw the video. That's that how was... we'll start the movie. You know, sometimes they start with like a. Go back to the yes, yes. <laughs> Plowboy brought us socks. Our feet were dry. <laughs> Six months earlier. So we tried to step it up a notch this year with uh, the Cuck for the Cup and the, the family of the Hamilton family, which I just, I still cannot just explain how awesome these people are. And I had an existential experience over the last week where I felt like my soul actually, like some sort of little soul caterpillar flourished into some sort of soul butterfly. I know it's not, it, doesn't, it really doesn't mm, sound that stupid. soul worm. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was more like a soul silkworm. Similar silk worm. to your heartworm or capworms. Yeah, now I'm growing <laughs> inside. Of, I made it to the small intestine. I'm feeling so good right now. But, you know, I, I've had like a metamorphosis just from other people's love taking form in so many different ways around me, I feel like has had such a profound effect on how I think, act, feel, all of that. So... It was it was a pretty amazing thing. So this year we're we're stepping it up a notch. We decided to do it in uh, what is, what is this January? Yeah. You said you know what it was we're, December, but was it or was it January? It was the no, yeah it was, it was the third. third yeah sorry. God damn stupid intern. You need to get my computer. So we decided to step it up a notch. Uh, I like that. I like saying that a lot. Um. So we did. God dang it. Um. So it was cold. January third. Let's step it up a notch. We get on there. I put my uh, blue jean shorts on. I put my shirt on. I meet Paul Hamilton at the Kirkwood Brew House in the parking lot, okay? And we decide we're going to do this thing. He gets his bike out, and then I see there's, like, a little person in his car. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's someone in your car, dude. It's like that old urban legend. Someone's in the back seat, Paul. And he's like, dude, chill out. That's my daughter, okay? She's going to help out. She's going to drive along. Follow you along. I go, you know what? My wife's doing the same thing. Maybe they can hop in the same car. We're going to have ourselves a day. He's like, yeah, let's do this. You know, let's honor chance. Let's just have a run. Let's awesome. see what it's all about. 13 and a half miles. So he's like, I got a bike. I want it at a gym for being like the fittest guy around or something. I don't even know. I don't remember what it was. I was like, dang, you got a bike. It's like shocks and that says exist on it. So I take off down Manchester, right? It was a little cold in the morning. Foggy, if you guys remember. It was sure. very foggy. Yeah. The sun wasn't up. I had epic pictures of wanting to see the sunrise and I was going to take pictures and but it just didn't work out that way sometimes the sun doesn't always rise but you got to look a little bit deeper it's going to get a little bit lighter you know find these people who are who eventually were light always rises you just don't always see it rise that's exactly it man science baby that's exact ruined it science baby I did ruin it. <laughs> science baby I'm a science baby 
And so we're, I, I take off down Manchester. And I'm like, this is, I'm feeling good. I got work, I got like hiking boots on, uh, my jean shorts and the half shirt. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling, feeling real good. My stride is proud. I'm like, all right. Well, I don't see the car or Paul for a good 15, 20 minutes. And I'm just hustling down there. And I'm like, am I running too fast? That's not it. And I'm like, oh, God. I went west. And I had my phone charging in the car, so there's no way I could get a hold of anyone. I went west on Manchester. I've, I've been running 20 minutes in the wrong direction. I'm probably two miles in the opposite direction. I just added four miles round trip. Well, then I'm like, okay, no, where am I? Because I'm terrible with directions. You think anyone would know if they're two miles down Manchester? I'm like, I should be at 270 right now. And it, but it's all foggy. So I'm like, is that 270 in the distance? I'm scared. And, well, no one was on the road. So like a beacon of light, Paul comes up over the hill. And so do uh, my wife and Amelia. And I'm like, oh, thank God I'm going in the right direction, man. <laughs> Funny thing is, I was supposed to pick up a guy who was supposed to do some of our camera work. I forgot all about him in the morning. Mike Dolan, I sincerely apologize. We get there. He's like, what time are you going to be here? I was like, I'm at the Kirkland Brew House. Um, maybe my wife could come get you. I'm not going to make it. And so he got on his bike and pedaled up there and just found us on Manchester. He's awesome. like, hey, man, what's up? He found us. He was the earliest one to find us. That's a theme of the day. People finding us along the route and joining the freaking crew. And so he he's got his he has his GoPro out, starts doing a little filming, uh, putting it on Facebook and stuff. You can probably check it out on my Facebook page, Stephen George Elgin, if you want to. And uh, so he's he's filming now. It's it's wet outside, but it's not bad. You know, it's uh with a bike, it's spraying up on you. Still super foggy. I think it was about forty five degrees. So I'm not cold. I need gloves though. So I tell. Jenny and Amelia, I'm like, go get me some gloves, please. I forgot mine. What, what an idiot. That's a, that's a bad choice. Bad choice. <laughs> and so I get gloves. My hands are a little warm. I'm like, find me some hand warmers, ladies. You guys are doing great. They would just pull up ahead of us, stop, wait for us, pull up ahead. You know, they were like a pace car. I'm like, guardian angels. <laughs> okay, so I get the hand. I don't get any hand warmers. I don't get any hand warmers, okay? No gas station on Manchester. Get your stuff together gas stations on manchester okay get some hand warmers in there i was cold actually it wasn't that cold my arms were getting pretty cold my torso was warm i was keeping my blood uh, i was keeping the flow going so i wasn't too it wasn't too bad well then i get to uh, i had been in constant contact with people on facebook and then we get to the qt at big bend in manchester and oh my oh my is it an s show the Kevin Miller, Engine Joe, is in the back of the lot. Him and Ryan Brumsey, and they got lawn chairs. And this place is <laughs> this place is popping by now because I guess we're about six miles in. And you know, we had you no know, nothing really happened the first time. We're just chit chatting. It was really nice getting to know Paul. He's a great dude. And so, like you know, when you're on a run, you're just chit and chatting about just chit chat. And so, uh, and so we uh, we get there, and I'm like, oh my god, look at these guys. And so he has his hood filled with meat. From inside, like the roller meat from inside QT. <laughs> yeah, he's got a sign that says Cucky's Food Station. Other people are pulling into the gas station like, okay, jean short guy. <laughs> All right, the Winter Classic. He yeah. appeared to be with a grandpa feeding him meat sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this young <laughs> boy. been there for eight hours. <laughs> yes, Kevin Miller is feeding me sausage, okay? People are just loving it. 
Well, then I get a, I get a phone call. Actually, I got a phone call about five minutes earlier from Tim Gilstrap of the Changing Station yes. fame. Gave his uh, kidney to his brother. He wants to come out and run. Six weeks, he's like, he tells Sam's me, he goes, he goes, where are you at? And I was like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm running. He's like, I know, I'm following you on Facebook. Where are you at? I'm like, oh, I'm going to be at the, I'll be at Big Ben soon. And he's like, okay, uh, I'm not getting any this morning, so I got nothing better to do. I'm going to come join you. Sorry for calling you out, Timmy, but that's uh, truth on this show. And so he's like, I'm coming out. Well, he meets up there, too. I see him in the parking lot. He's like, where you at? I mean, this dude's six weeks removed from losing a kidney. His scar is still bruised. Like, it still has purple bruise on it. I'm like, you're nuts, man. If you don't... You know, if you're not feeling good, just let me know, little guy, okay? Just let me know, and you can stop any time you want, little guy. That's how people die. Sorry. Um, so he joins. I'm, I'm just honored to have this dude out there. Kevin Miller's feeding us to meet. Well, Brumsy, Ryan Brummer, Plowboy. Yep. How do you know Brumsy? Fan page. Oh, I, I know everybody. I know, dude. He's uh, He wants to come out. He's like, hey, man, uh, can I come out and ride a bike uh, with you guys? It's fantastic. And I'm like, get out of here right now, pal. You get out of here. And he's like, no, 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 You're no. You're not going to piggyback on my face. Yes, thing, exactly, sir. Name for How dare you? With your put, charity. Yeah, put your pants back on. He had to cut off. No, he didn't. Um, but he wants to ride his bike. He wants to ride his bike. Good people, good people, good people. That's what it is. We got them all over the place. Uh, surround yourself with them and then go find other A-butts and then try to change their ways too. Don't try to change them. Just, you know, spread your love. So they're meet up with us. So now we're cooking. Now we got about uh, oh seven miles left, I guess. And now I want to hop on the radio because you know <laughs> I got to get my radio on. And so I wanted to hop on. I wanted, yeah, Cucky. <laughs> I wanted, get ya. I wanted to hop on with We Are Live. <laughs> Love the We Are Live guys uh, and gal, I guess. Uh, Gainsey and uh, Carly Lawrence, uh, Rockios, I guess, a part of that show. Denman, Travis Terrell. Uh, if you don't, what are they? Two to four now. Five to seven, seven to nine. I think they're at all of those times on the station now. <laughs> uh, but no, they're a great show. They said, come on in. Let our listeners know. They'll help you out. I go there. People start throwing money at me. I wasn't sure if it was because of the outfit. They did put it in my belt, but like my little. That's not weird. No, not at all. But I raised money for charity that way. Is that weird? Can you strip That's for not charity? Weird at all. Car wash? You can do whatever you want. Bikini for car charity. wash? Thank you. Ooh, I like the sound of that, intern. Get over here. I'm a charity. Anybody want to meet me in the Lumina? That's my Christian name, charity. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, they, they give us money. They're like, hey, man, here's some money. Throw it into the pile. I'm like, yeah, I'll put that in the GoFundMe. Don't worry about that, man. Jenny, get this. Shots. This. Um, well, how did we get to Southtown Pub? Southtown Pub is down King's Highway. Yeah, way so close to Manchester. No, that's going to add another six, seven miles to the trip. Christy Roberts picks us up with Valerie. It's not Bertinelli, but it's <laughs> something like that. I forget her last name. Uh, I apologize. But she's like, she gets out and she's like, oh, it's cold out here. And she has a giant parka on, a scarf. And I'm like, I just look at her like, you think? You think it's cold out here, lady? And she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. That's all ridiculous. So it's like a running joke the whole time. Well, they met up with us a little bit before... Uh, King's Highway. So they were just circling around honking, and I kept thinking it was new fans. I'm like, look, we got more. Oh my God, Sam again. Jesus Lord. And so they picked us up. They shoot us down to uh, the Southtown Pub. We go there. We hop on the radio. I sit in there. I'm listening to music, and I'm warm, and I'm feeling so good. And I hadn't really been that cold yet. 
And so then we go to Southtown. I accidentally did go upstairs. They were like on the radio. They're like, you accidentally go upstairs. What an idiot. And I did. So I'm running around this place in the outfit. People, people will look at you like you're the worst person. And then you tell them you're doing stuff for charity. That's how it was down at this statue. I was running around. People are like, you're disgusting. Vile. And I go, oh, no, it's a charity run. And they're like, oh, man, what's, what's, the, what's the deal? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, don't you feel selfish now, pal? And so uh, they, they, Southtown Pub, very accommodating to the boys. They come in. They let me hop on. Uh, they drive us back. Well, now it is raining. Full-on cold rain. How long were you in heat, in warmth, before you probably went back out? Probably a half an hour. We probably had a 10-minute, no, yeah, probably 10-minute drive. 10 minutes there, 10 minute drive back. So now you're just all toasty. You're just Oh, I feel great. Yeah. But I'm warm not <laughs> from running. I'm warm from being ambient heat and the heat of the boys around and me. Those sausages uh warming up the undercarriage. Oh yeah. Everyone's like, "I think that's a bad idea, Cucky." I'm just mowing a sausage <laughs> down. <laughs> I actually threw half of it. Give me in a Mountain Dew. I'm going to run these next 6 miles. <laughs> yeah. Fill me up, man. I'm feeling great. <laughs> Felt great for the next 15 minutes. Oh, I got a side stitch. Yeah, more I got, sausage. Hey, it's only two more hours. I kept checking my phone. It's only two more hours to the stadium. Not bad. And so we get uh, we get back on track. Well, I wanted to get out of the car. And I'm like, I can't get out of the car. It's too cold. But then you actually think about reality. And you're like, oh, God, people have it so much worse. Than me. I am an idiot. People get are out getting, of the car. I'm running, I'm running for a kid. That yes, man. How people, much of an idiot am people I? People are leaving their huts in homemade skirts with no yes, shoes, drinking dude. dirty mud wine. And you're like, yeah, I need hand warmer. Please. Yeah, exactly. Go get me, Go get me some gloves. Did I go west? I'm going to go hop in my Lexus with my heated seats. <laughs> I went west. I'm an idiot. So, okay, sorry. Um... <laughs> So uh, I'm like, let's just get out, man. You got to. Like, not that it's anything heroic, but that's how weak of a person I am. I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And Tim Gilstrap, I could tell. He was making fun of me earlier, but he's like, what do you got them boots on, Steve? I said, because if your feet wet, get get wet, get wet, wet, fella, you're done. You're toast. He's like, yeah, ain't nothing going to stop me. He was dressed like Rocky out there. Ain't no good stop me. Let's just say. Sounds like Sloth from the Goonies made an appearance here at the Cut for the Cup. Here's here's my Tim. see that on Twitter. Tim Gilstrap, Sylvester Sloan. Ain't nothing good stop me. Ain't wearing my protein Ain't nothing good stop me. Sorry, Tim. Oh, I love you, buddy. <laughs> I'm fine. Well, guess what? His feet got wet, and he was feeling real Miserable. bad about life. I was like, see? Shout out to AKU Boots, too. Intern, write them a letter and tell them how good it is. I didn't have a blister. It's- Everyone's like, how are your feet? All the women said, is he chafing yet? Like, how far have you ever ran in jean shorts that you would know that chafes? And then all the men were like, are your feet? You bet your feet hurt, right? And I'm like, no, my feet were the only thing that didn't hurt by the end of it. So his feet get wet. I put out a beacon call on Facebook. Boo. Who lights up my phone? Throw up the plow signal. Who lights up my phone with the plow boy? Oh, no, I won't say that. So, <laughs> so, so Tim goes, these better not be some used socks by some weirdo. I don't know. Or I'm don't actually, mind the crust. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Or he, the smell. I was like, no, he's, he's wearing them. Do you want them or not? Like, he's just, it's a savior thing. Plowboy comes skirting up down where it turns into Shodo. 
And he's like, pulls up into the curb. You know the, the nice part of St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, he pulls up onto the sure. curb. We pull up like into an abandoned little half-lot parking alley thing. Like it used to, something used to be there, and there used to be a driveway. Now there's nothing but a little driveway yeah, there. there. Used to be crack it's sales. To, yeah. yeah, it's a great place to exchange toasty socks. Yeah. The best was the video. Plow's like, I'm wearing a pair. Like, just yeah, like, I, I took, I bought a brand new bag, just, and I'm like, eh, I'm gonna put on a fresh pair. He goes, sure. yeah. he goes there's you know, nothing better than fresh socks. You don't mind if I keep things. a few pairs of these? I'm like, are you kidding? I can't believe you brought like a 20 pack of tube socks. I'm actually wearing a new pair right now. There I'm still go. on it. He's like, pair. yeah, yeah, I just bought this pack of tube socks in my car. That's it, guy. And so Tim Gilstrap gets new socks. Okay. We're a, we're a fresh pair of daisies right now, but it's still my shorts are wet at this point. My shirt, what's left of it, is wet at this point. I my knees just start locking up. Like if someone would have said, "Steve, I'll give you the best ZJ of your life if you sprint the rest of the way," I'm like I can't. I sound like Tim. <laughs> I can't do it. Before and you I left the car, I patted you on the back, gave you a hug, and. It felt like you just like left yes. like a Bonnie Rotten scene, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's exactly what it was like. Uh, Side theory laid waste. The angels. Joe Little Wayne making it rain. <laughs> My mom always used to say it's angels squirting up there in heaven. <laughs> That's what rain is. Thunders. A bunch of little Bonnie Rotten angels. Thunders, Jesus. <laughs> Bowling shoes. Um, <laughs> Only uh, set you need to lay a tarp down. So did you guys uh, pick up the pace and we picked up? We did not pick up the pace. <laughs> it was slow going. We got there eleven forty and we got to the Stan Musial statue. It was the the streets were alive, like you just feel a buzz around the entire s- yeah. stadium. Like it was a different feel from about two three blocks out. And I got so many looks, bro. You would not believe. I, I would say seventy five percent of people looked at me like I'm cold. You're making me more cold by looking at you. Why? And then 25% were like, oh, let me get out my camera phone. What are you doing? Like, oh, this is crazy. Like, you want to They're already beer? buzzed up. Yeah, they're yeah, already buzzed up. Beer? And you're like, like, dude. Yeah, and I was like, I just oh, ran man. 13 miles. I need water. Yeah, so, I, so I wanted to get to the, the statue and have like this big ceremony, but we just kind of hugged it out and said we did it. Keep chance in our minds and hearts and hopefully. See, I, I don't want this to ever wear off you know i don't think I mean? it will i don't think it will it's it's empowering man to, to be able to let good work through you i mean you were inspired by something we our our donation page was lacking before you took off and i kind of i was out of town i had to go pick up my son from springfield and i was following along on the on the gofundme page just to kind of see the amount of money coming in i think i mean at we're least 1400 bucks. yeah i think right? we're we're almost to 1500 bucks but Let's go, 10G. Yeah, let's go. 10G, come on. Everybody can do something fun. I think fun. that day we made over a thousand yeah, bucks. Dude. They like, kept that coming was, in. That was awesome, man. Like, and I was, I was How so neat. proud. I was so proud to be, you know, just to even be associated with that. I thought it was awesome. I was really proud of you guys. I thought you did great. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank you. I thought that was awesome. I was, uh, I wanted to meet you guys down at Southtown, but I was uh, still hurting from New Year's Eve. Oh, don't blame it like on Like a little that, baby, bro. Like a little come baby. On, but man, I watched. Sir. I was watching the videos, and I yeah. was like in awe, and like. How was it watching the video from a video perspective? Like, uh, it was all right. What can I do better next time? Like, make it because I feel like you need to edit you it need to it, make it really well. Good. Just the way you point the camera sometimes. Like when bad. you're almost down. No, it's not bad you're when running. you're when you're looking at yourself. But like you're downtown. I, I wanted to see the guy you were talking to okay. at the corner. 
Dude, who's just like, I mean, GoPro. maybe he didn't want you to do it. Yeah, GoPro would but be it's perfect. It's very intrusive to put my phone in someone's face. Right, yeah. That's, I need so to I almost think be it was wearing kinda, it. I think right. it was kind of, I mean, I... It's just kind of. It would have been nice time. to see this That's guy's it. facial. No, good. It would have been nice to see his reaction, you looking at you him. up and down, like, "What the hell is?" And I, then oh. you mentioned the charity, and he's like, "Oh, that's cool." Like I, know. I was like, "I, I heard know. him in the background." Like I know it's something they needed, like the inside STL news team there. Oh, I would like, love it. Yeah, no, that would be that would be freaking get on sweet. That. Um, but yeah, it was just a great experience overall, and awesome. I'm glad to be a part of it. And that's what this show is all about—doing good things. We're just going to start. We doing bring out the kid in in everyone. I have a there's a text. From an un, uh, actually, it says, whenever I listen to the changing station, I feel like a kid again, hiding under the covers, giggling with my headphones on. <laughs> Only now, it's not my mom that's <laughs> yelling at me to go to bed or I'll get a spanking. It's my wife. Yep. That's no, from Nenzi. Perfect. Nenzi. N- Nenzi is one of the boys of the changing station. I'm thinking about having like the 12 apostles of the changing oh, station. That's nice. Because there are about 12 people who the are diehards. just legit. They love it. And that's the whole way this is going to spread. Those people tell somebody and they're passionate about it. That's how the, the, that's the thing about the chance for the the winter classic, the most bold statement that should come out of it. Yes, anybody that can do good. But how this all happened is I love my wife. My wife loves her cousin Debbie so so much. Like ever since they were kids, she's looked up to her. Debbie is best friends with Chance's mom. Loves her so much. This connection of love, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon love, it it's the whole reason I compelled is such a stupid word to even use because I'm I'm compelled to do good, fellas. <laughs> but it it was a reason why I couldn't just not do anything and feel good about myself when I went to sleep. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, if I can put my head on my pillow and feel good, then that's what I'm doing. I dig it, man. Hey, love who you are. Let's get that GoFundMe going. I'm going to do more videos. We're all a part of this. Six degrees of separation ain't nothing. Let's love each other. All right. Yeah. And hey, let's let's do uh, the Netflix uh, picks of the week. You guys want to? Dun, dun, dun. Sure. I got to figure out what mine are actually named as. I know the contents of the documentaries. I just got to go back and give the actual name. Well, I got a I got a couple actually that I've been trying. I, I watched the Minimalist. Watched M- minimalism. 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 I that I'm the sorry. Other day and it's very. I good. like that a lot. I watched it. I think when. Uh, after the Winter Classic or something, I watched it. Yeah, I, I actually... I and it made home. me think, yeah, man, I don't need all this crap in my house. I walked in from work, and our 11-year-old daughter was watching it. And I'm like, what are you into? And I love I love that my kids are, you know, drinking stuff like that in. Like, I can't... I have to deprogram. I'm 32 years old, so I have to deprogram a lot of stuff. But, like, I, I like to think that with my, you know, with my kids, we have very open, honest conversations about what's important. You're you know, a great dad, man. I can tell. Away. Um, you know, we, stupid. we, we make them constantly, you know, evaluate what they're using, what they're not using, who could get better use of it, you know, and what catching them watching a documentary made me really proud. Oh, um, your kids were, that's all awesome, I came man. home from work. Yeah. And they're, they're just, you said that and I missed this, it. And it's, so I, awesome, I actually yeah. ended up watching it a few days later and, um, well, it just it proves it's just it one of those great. happiness things. There's a lot of documentaries just proving how good happiness is, but minimalism was we didn't talk about it last week. We, we? kind of did, but not okay. a lot. But okay. uh, I like the way it just shows that it, there's kind of a movement going on that people are kind of like, yes, yeah, this this buying things that you don't need crap. This this consumerism yeah. is yeah. The paradigm pers- is definitely yeah. The, it, yeah, it's like finally people are realizing that you don't need all this stuff to be happy. Uh, yeah. Just like yeah. these people living in these tiny houses 
Tiny houses. I want to make a tiny neighborhood or documentary. The, I watched a couple years yeah, ago. Or these these really ladies that are doing this third third three thirty three or something where they wear three yeah, clothes yeah. for th- three pairs or thirty three pairs of clothes for, for three months or something like yeah. that. And pe- people don't notice. You think you can't I, wear the same shirt like twice in every other notice. week or something. Some girls will and make a whole bunch of other girls feel bad. Right. Even a guy will notice a girl by girl. Oh, she's wearing I always think like I can't go again. to the same bar like I go to a regular bar like I can't go there and wear the same shirt I wore oh, like three weeks no. ago like nobody even cares I bought this hoodie <laughs> as a sophomore in high school it's got a hole in it, and I'm wearing a five dollar pair of windsuit pants Wait. with Asics a, we it, are, I'm, wear, I'm wearing twenty dollars worth just, of clothing right now with that probably four hundred dollar car guys we just had a whole conversation about a movie <laughs> plowboy lives okay like we didn't even realize that plowboy's yeah. looking at us like that's a movie <laughs> you just you guys talking about my weekend or my lifestyle i live like in here? a 550 square foot apartment that's still too big for I me it's you, like man. wow this is awesome. okay oh but, i love this simple but, life, like, and that's what was awesome about the tiny documentary it made me realize like when people um you know, shorten their space like that and they simplify their life. They spend so much more time yes. out in the world yes. experiencing things. And do that's, it, everyone. That's how, you know, I'm we, not telling we you what to do. pitch that to our kids too. Like, do you want to get stuff for Christmas or would you like to have an experience for Christmas? And in unison, all of them are I like, want LSD, I want an experience. Daddy. You know, I want to go somewhere. Like, because that was kind of the whole, I would are much rather make memories, you know, than because here's the deal. As a dad, like I'm stepping on the toys I bought for them. Two days later, they're in the middle of the floor, you know, in a million pieces. Oh, yeah. They love it for a minute. It, Few toys they do. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that my kids don't appreciate stuff. That's not it at all. But they, they're starting to realize, like, they would much rather. And How and old? Me, myself. Well, let's see. 11, 9, and 4. Okay. So, but, like, I, I don't, because I work all the time and stuff, like, I, I catch myself. Like, I need to be yeah. in those moments, too. You know? And that's what, like, to, like what Tiny got me on to. I was like, man. It'd be hard to do with three kids, but yeah. no, when they're gone, I might just uh, give me one of those little ship shipping em. containers. Yeah, and I'm just doing it, man. Yep, yep. It sounds awesome. To me. Okay, everyone has to pick one. I would uh, recommend. I watched this actually today. It's called. Rec- this is intern Tim Howard's recommendation for Netflix picks of the weeks. Okay, rec- week requiem for the American dream. Love it. It's. Love uh, it. I will applaud him on one that. One of the I I I, it's. It goes into a whole bunch of different things, but it's basically how the government is run by the top elite, the top one percent. Noam Chomsky, yeah, uh, Noam Chomsky, yeah, and uh, it just it it aggravates me because, like, basically, we're sitting here talking about consumerism. The the uh, advertising agencies basically do that so that we want stuff that we don't need to control us, basically, and then. And then no no it's it's it sounds crazy. ridiculous it's, when oh. you put it that way. We are the ones controlling we. It's just an extension of ourselves. Well, yeah. If we didn't buy the stuff, we are being tricked. But at this but, point right. in the game, we are have learning boxes in front to, yeah. of us all the time. We used to be able to be tricked so hard. You could have a baseball player say, I smoke a pack of menthols but, but before baseball, at, and it makes me hit home runs. I still and everyone's like, yep, it does. Well, now you can hop online, and they're like, no. But some people aren't that. Some people are just, we're just used to doing everything. Yeah. So, 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 like, not even just consumerism, but like they're they're talking now with the unions, uh, right to work, whatever. You break down the union system, the government has more Scott control. Walker in Wisconsin, man, uh, the king of it. Uh, then they were talking about another, you know, basically, just it, you got to watch it because I can't remember every detail, but like, it it kind of opened me up to some different things, like where the the government is running the lo- like, okay, 
this presidential race that we went through was to basically they, the guy was saying that when uh, Obama ran for president, they, they basically advertise these presidential candidates like packs of gum. Oh, or yeah. They, they, and the people like the advertising businesses overseas, like their journals are like this. We've been doing this since Reagan. It's we, just manipulation. It's, they manipulate us oh, and we yeah. let them do it. And obviously we're this, figuring it out, though. This year is. Well, yeah, we are starting to slowly figure it out. But obviously Trump won and we don't. He talked very little about policy and all this. Like, it's, it's going to be crazy. a battle. It's going to be a and battle then, like, for when, the balance. Man. And you know, Bernie Sanders was talking, trying to make college free or whatever, and everybody was freaking out. Well, we well they do. were talking. College the, is free. Well, I'm just saying, get online. College is free. You won't get the stupid piece of paper, you, but I guarantee you, you can learn, learn a lot more. more than, yeah. Get this. Okay, here's the. Here's what I'm gonna. Oh, what I was perfect, just getting okay, at though sorry. is in the documentary he talks about in the 50s. Economically, we were poorer than we are right now, but everybody had public schools were were freer than they are now when we have a richer society and it's just and people are like well how can we do that we have no, no money to afford that no we do we yeah, just don't want to we don't allocate our funds we're just well idiots we'd rather buy all right well that that actually kind of goes into that mine, was my but pick I'm of the week go ahead hey intern tim howard's pick of the week is um uh, requiem for the american dream <laughs> thank you Fly away, you want to go Can't next say craig requiem. I'll go if you Go ahead, man. Plowboy. Let's hear it. All right, and this hits the topic that I cannot stand, and it's athletes not getting paid. Okay. Big NCAA corporations and other make billions off of it kids. It infuriates me. And a great one schooled uh, the price of college sports, and it's absolutely fantastic. i got to watch it. How what, what's it called? Uh, schooled. Uh, schooled. Okay, colon, yeah, I've seen it. The price of college sports. It's unbelievable colon. how the NCAA uses that phrase, student athletes, to reap in millions billions and they try to billions they justify it like a free education is fine actually these kids get a free education but they still are average four or five grand a year in debt debt, because it still costs costs money to live and being a football player at in the sec or even my buddy went to northwest missouri state which is a prominent division two like i think they've gone to like six national championships in a row they won again this year but like that's Division Two football, and those guys—it's still you're talking like 14-hour days when you factor in being a student and being an athlete. There's no time to get a job. To you know the allowances that you get for food and everything—it's ridiculous. And when you're talking about some of these the, the the power, you know, the power conferences, the amount of money that they are bringing in is absurd Ooh. to not be paying. Well, a lot guys. of schools don't make money though. Like it's only the big ones only that make a ones. lot of money. A lot of these schools are going into debt, right? Like losing tons of money on their football programs because they're building these huge complexes, but they're just not getting the TV money. You know why they're the- building those huge complexes? Because they want to attract seventeen-year-old kids. If you there. build it, it's, they it's will that come. It's also it's because the school doesn't want to show that just how, much student athlete. how much money they're yeah. making, yeah. and so they can raise. So it gives them a reason to raise yes, tuition 100%. as well. Percent. That's a racket. And they can't. And they can't trade. They have rules against. Them transferring to certain schools and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, coaches can do Willie Plowboy. I know hates that. Two quick hitters, and I'll (laughs) stop ranting about it. The one thing is, it's year to year for scholarships, and that's why the student athlete thing is a joke. Because if a kid is getting a 4.0 and is a honor student, however, moved from second string to third string, and wasn't the and went from a five star prospect to maybe a role player. 
he can get his scholarship taken away for lack of right. production on the field. But yet, you're telling hey, me man. academics come first. This kid is a 4.0 student, and in two mm -hmm. years, he could be paying for his next two years of school right. because he didn't fulfill his athletic hey, obligation. That is a joke. Though. And Arian Foster, who hates the NCAA, played at uh, University of Tennessee, great all-pro running back for the Houston Texans, comes out and says, Ran for 150 yards, two touchdowns in uh, SEC games, signed a bunch of autographs, go home with an empty refrigerator, and he goes in to work the next day, and his coach, Coach Fulmer at the time, drives in in a $90,000 Mercedes. Right. It, is, it is so noticeable Nelly how Bill. much profit is. I would highly recommend it. That's a topic Especially that considering kills Especially the amount me. of jerseys that Johnny Manziel sold at oh Texas a and Do you know how much money Texas a and Plus video games. Plus video, video games. Before they took them away, right. they made multi-millions. Oh, their likeness in college man. games. It's, I'm going to have to check that out. Yep, that schooled like school. the price, price of, of college sports. The price of, I mean, it's a big thing, man. So we got Requiem for the American Dream, schooled price of Amer uh, price of college sports. And Craig, let's hear it, brother. Man, mine is totally off, uh, off beat no, on that. No, it's good, it's good. Uh, mine is Beltraki, the art of forgery. Of course it is. And it's, it, follows <laughs> this, uh, it follows this German artist who um basically he would find these gaps in artists work and he would he would basically go to like swap meets and things like that he'd buy old frames that would be stamped from the 20s and whatnot <laughs> and then he would go through catalogs of artists and look at their work and then he would basically channel their work and paint like a missing piece so he'd find like a missing 10 years in their career where they didn't produce any art and then he would like paint a forgery in their style and sign it like them and everything and then he would auction them off uh you know through scamming Sotheby he was making millions of dollars doing forgery. And the, this guy's like, can you paint Da Vinci? He's like, oh, Da Vinci's simple. But he didn't, like, rip off the Mona Lisa. He would actually just paint in the style like of painters. Like this something they would do. But the extent that he goes to to make these things legit, he was doing this for 30 years. Similar to it, and I brought this up on the show, similar to that in the wine uh, community, it's called Sour Grapes. This yeah. guy makes tens of millions of... <laughs> And this guy ha is no wine background whatsoever, not a sommelier or anything. We'll just, he's a wine connoisseur. We'll taste a lot of wines. We'll just mix and match five $10 bottles, make them into the primo $800 bottle. He made tens of millions and no one said a thing. Awesome. Made, like, actually had like a tub with the labels to make sure they're dated correctly, like the right. age, because they That's, got people oh, that, you guys, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's subtitled, you got to check it out, it's incredible. Like I it, heard about that a long time ago. To the ago. extent that he goes to, and like, how neat how that they, he can how copy they styles. How, how he eventually, like, it goes through the whole thing, how he eventually, he gets caught, like, the whole thing. go to jail and stuff, and, obviously. Oh, yeah, but like, but he's so incredibly talented that, did he go to jail? There's a number. There's a number of of paintings. They send him to Martha there. Stewart jail, and he paints anyways. Right, like, yeah. right, exactly. Like it's you know, it's one. Nah, of those, nah. One of those he got he got hard. Cable. Yeah, those Norwegian. He got hard, hard <laughs> in the Norwegian. But it's prison. Uh, it was really compelling, man. The guy was super talented and very like, he cool. And his wife were living just like the coolest life ever. You know what I mean? They were like the cool kids on the block. That's something sure. I would probably never ever Check out of my one. Netflix scroll along. It's probably nothing that the I art, would ever do. The art documentaries are great. Like, I drink those up. Like, just another quick hit. Check out Sky Ladder, too, if you get Spell it out, Craig. Uh, Bill Trocki is B-E-L-T-R-A-C-C-H-I colon. Colon. The Art of Fortune. Ah, the colon. The What's yours, Cucky? What's the yours, colon Cucky? colon is showing up a lot tonight in our colon, Netflix Cucky. Picks of the Week, baby. Mine is Lo and Behold, Reveries of the Connected World. Now that just oh, kind of sounds that just kind of sounds like me, right? When Very you say reveries, I just think of uh 
Westworld for some reason. Reverie. Oh. It's a reverie. Okay, what this is is about how the internet is becoming. It starts out with the history of the internet, which is really cool. They start telling you about. They don't get to Tim Berners Lee till way later, and that's who I kind of thought was uh, the 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 engineer behind the whole thing. Well, I guess he was the World Wide Web guy. They go and they go and take you to the University of uh, Los Angeles, I want to say, or maybe it's San Francisco. Don't quote me. But they take you and show you the first machine that ever put out the internet, and it's he's like it's a shrine, it's, it's a technological shrine. If it, all all the advancements in mankind, you walk down this regular old hallway, ugly in like an old school building, flickering and he, lights. And- here's this big machine sitting in the corner, and he's like, here it is, the first machine to ever broadcast. You know the zeros and ones of the the binary code of the internet. Cool. And it's kind of like, whoa. You know, you're looking at it, and it's this big deal, but you're like, that's not really that big of a deal. Well, the whole thing goes into just how all we're connecting everything and how how awesome it is. Like, our phones, we can learn so much. Kind of like we were just talking about. Right. The Netflix picks of the weeks. We each have four different things. Like, the sports thing needs to be solved. The uh, Requiem for American Dream will open your eyes to so many different things. This might inspire you to be a freaking artist over here. I, who knows? It's awesome. you know? yeah. And so this is talking about the connectivity of the world. And the, what stuck out, I guess, maybe most for me is they're doing these things. And you guys might be familiar with it. Um, to figure out a code, it was um, how uh, certain molecules will fold on themselves, I believe. Uh, something to that extent. And how you can get these different shapes to fold perfectly. And in the human body, they will fold perfectly on themselves. But you can't really figure out. how uh, They're so little, you can't figure out exactly how they're folded. Well, they put it online. They made it like a game to see if people could work together to figure out how the body works. So I'm always fascinated when a bunch of people get together. It's kind of like one brain, one neural network working together. I think that's amazing when they can all come together and form something Anything like uh, Tesla cars and just all, all anything cool. And so what they do is they they make this game and they have like a ranking system and you know it's all these people who, and they're teaching each other new things to people. Well, they did they they he did it for a class. It was a Stanford teacher, and he said when I did a class at Stanford, if I had four hundred kids, I was a good teacher. I was the man. And he goes, if I if I did an online class, I could get like 150,000 students. So he's like, I realized online is everything. So they do the game, and out of 200, he had 200 Stanford students in his class. He did the rankings for the people online and just regular old Joe Schmoes and whoever from around the world. The person who was uh, the first highest-ranked person from the Stanford class came in at over 400th place. So he goes, there's 200 kids in my class who I'm teaching this that go to Stanford and they can't crack the 400, top 400 of people. He goes, it's not about Stanford. It's not about where you are. It's not about how you grew up. It's not about your experiences you've had. It's about what you can get out of your experiences right now and what kind of decisions you can make to propel yourself and those around you into a better future and a better world. Awesome. I mean, this documentary, lo and behold, the rev- reveries 
of the uh, connected, connected world. world. It's filmmaker Werner Herzog. Werner so Herzog. So the whole time, filmmaker, actor slash. He is in the is in the background. He's asking these questions, and he's talking to the uh, military specialist. He's like, "Do you not be scared that?" All of your nuclear codes are on some sort of internet device. And the guy's like, yeah, I think about it every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, the, the Germans are coming again. We Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Germans are coming again. Guys, we did pretty awesome for the uh, Netflix Picks of the Week. That's going to be a regular establishment. We didn't get to our ph- Philosophical Friday. Um, but we, we you know, we carried that over. We talked a lot about the uh, the chance for the Winter Club. Maybe we'll end our last five minutes with uh, what we're going to talk about next show, you know, possibility. But we want to do the Netflix picks of the week. We want to do a little bit about at, at the beginning, and we also want to do, uh, you know, get f- philosophical on you. And maybe we did that with the whole chance for uh, a run. Yeah, so. We want you to go up. donate. Yeah, that's what we want you to do. We want to get it up to 10G. If you like the show, we're the voice. We're the weird, futuristic. Happy voice of St. Louis. We we just want to connect all the beautiful minds. Here's what I had a vision of. When you go out of town and you bump into somebody and you're like, oh, sorry, my sincerest apologies. Someone's like, geez, what are you from St. Louis, pal? What are you, friggin' St. Louis? And you hold the door open for somebody in Florida and they're like, Oh, thank. Uh, but they don't thank say you. thank you. They just walk in, and, and you don't like, curse them out. No, you're like you're oh, from St. Louis. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anytime you do something like very Set kind, standard. Yes, they're like, oh, freaking St. Louis and over here. Look at this bobo. And so that's what I thought that would be a really so neat like, idea. Like we think of Canadians, we're just really nice. Exactly. Yeah. And I would love to be a Canadian. You know, they get ripped on all the time, and I'm I think like, it's awesome. I know. I used, sell, man. I used to sell limousines, and like I, a lot of my customers were in like. Calgary and they are those people are always happy. Always happy? Always oh. happy. Like I like I would call them at nine in the morning, they'd have a half a buzz on. And uh it was just it was it was so great dealing with them. Oh, like, yeah. Australians are the same way, like such a sense Oh yeah, humor, Australians, like, Canadians. Totally we good. love everybody. Even I'm sure Pakistani people no, they're not gonna work. No, no, I okay. was actually just had a point uh Oh good you uh, No <laughs> actually it's, no. It's not really a point to what you were discussing, but on the uh, the Canadian side of things, we don't we didn't talk about the World Juniors. I understand not many people oh, are yeah, interested. Yeah. In that. Uh, to no, me, no, it was to me it's a huge deal only because St. Louis in like four or five years are going to have like five, six, seven, or eight NHL studs that I hope oh, people will yeah. understand. As St. Louis Our high school program, hockey yeah, is got to be top five in the country. It is absolutely unbelievable, and not really a hockey. Hotbed, really. When you think about the you know Wisconsin, the Montana, you know the places where they can play hockey the, for six months Dakotas, out of the year. Yes, yeah. and St. Louis has a hotbed. I hope you, yeah, the Kachuk, the Kachuk kid in Calgary. You got that Keller kid who's well, how about going the, to be a the kid, uh, maroon kid that scored here. Maroon. Hattrick, hat trick, hat trick, man. Chaser was naming them all if off. You man. Could, if awesome. you could watch that uh, game on a replay somehow, that was probably one of the best hockey games I've seen in a long time. The I World mean, Junior Championship. Yeah, I mean. Canada's up by two, and there's third period, and we score two more, and then it goes into overtime, then it goes into shootouts. They were they they had we they had a power play 
with I forget how much time left, and I mean they're just in front of the net the whole time, <laughs> and our goalie's standing <laughs> on his head. Hey, it's it's best, so Greg. fun. You, hey, you know how it the people so in the Blues fun. Lounge they get a hard time because they're always you know uh, trying to bail on the team and everything. I don't know if you guys saw after that game, Austin Matthews was uh, he tweeted out three American flags, and everybody's and, ripping and, on him, and, and it just keeps the, retweeting I, the Canadians. The Toronto fan base is just <laughs> crucifying no him. him, and every time he does it, you gotta know that's they're like they're like you wear yeah. the maple leaf on your chest. He's like he. Every answer, he just kept retweeting, retweeting three flags, three flags oh! every single time. And speaking, USA, USA. Before we go, speaking of the Blues Lounge, about five minutes ago, I did because <laughs> there have been so many posts on the Blues Lounge about these hats that are being sold for yeah. four or five, six hundred dollars from the Winter Classic. I did put, however, that I have a Robbie Fabry pube that <laughs> fell off during the Winter Classic. No. I'm selling. They're being sold for yeah. four or five, six hundred dollars from the Winter Classic. I did put, however, that I have a Robbie Fabry pube that <laughs> fell off during the Winter Classic. No. I'm selling for ten grand. I said, please keep me posted. Picks coming you soon. Can cl- oh, you can make a clone with that. Yes. Picks coming soon. So we'll see that thread yes. possibly get some. People steam. are just gonna start. Like you said, 200 comments about like nothing about they just. Most of people. How are do you know that? Like people, they're crazy. They'll they'll come up with stuff like three three meltdowns. or four days oh, later. Yeah. When when the winter classic wasn't on, Game like thread. at at 11:30, they thought maybe the pregame was going to be on channel five, and it was the parade. People are like, what time's the game on? What channel's it on? I'm like, guys, it's on NBC. Wait, they're fall. Why did God hate the Blues? It'll be I on. I can't believe the game's starting at 7 a.m. NBC. Yeah. <laughs> what is Alan's problem? Is he not trying? Doc, em- yeah. yeah. Let's go- fire him. goalie Let's- should never, ever allow a goal. Yeah, Alan ever. Ever. Ellen and Petrangelo don't even try. Forget the fact that all the other guys on the ice are making millions of dollars to try and put the puck in the goal. Like, Those guys, the other team Save sucks. the puck's jackal. Oh, we won, but we gave up two goals on 50 shots. That yeah, his, sucks. His goals yeah. against what? average is suffering. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have 200 right, comments we're wrapping it. it up, boys. Craig, thanks, you buddy. Always, man. Love being here. Hey. If you're gonna, let me know if this isn't the right this song. This is fun. No, this, okay. this is the tune. If we could let Pretty this bleed like as long uh, as we can, Plowboy. I know you well, got we time. are past the time. So I yeah, don't care, man. We started late. This is the song, man. Guys, St. Louis is a great place. Sounds like Chariots of Fire almost. The world is a great place. Just fire up. Do whatever weird or or normal thing inside you that propels you to be the best you you can be. I ain't telling you what to do, but it's not a bad route to go. Craig, thanks. Take care, buddy. Intern, love you, buddy. Plowboy, love you too, buddy. St. Louis, love you. Peace out.